money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody. I'm going to be talking about how to make money investing in real estate. Probably a pretty good topic. We're going to talk about many ways to do it. What I love most about being a real estate investor is there's so many different ways to do it. Uh, and we're going to talk about a lot of them. Uh, if you guys are listening online, if you're on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook Live, or our podcast, you may or may not be live. If you'd like to come to an upcoming live meeting, go to texasreas.com forward slash live. If you are on Go to webinar, you are live, so keep listening and we will keep talking. This presentation is sponsored, by the way, by the Texas RIAs, the largest by far, by a huge margin, uh, network of real estate investor associations across the great state of Texas. So then, why do you care and why does that matter? Well, the reason it matters is because real estate is local. Laws are local. Contracts are local. Contractors are local. Buyers and sellers are local, neighborhoods are local, everything about real estate is local. There's 30,000 books and tapes and YouTube videos out there that talk about how to invest in real estate. And they all talk about how to do it anywhere. Well, how to do it anywhere is how to do it at 30,000 feet. But real estate is not bought and sold at 30,000 feet. Real estate is bought and sold at zero feet. So if you want to know what laws apply here and where to get power teams here and what neighborhoods to invest in here, and what strategies are legal and illegal here, right? And, and how to get the attorneys and money and all the resources you need to do real estate here. Well, that's what you get at your local real estate investor association. And my job is to make you all into educated and contributing members of this community. So why am I here? Well, I do appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. Your time is valuable. And I'm going to repay you for your valuable time by sharing some very valuable training and information with you. Uh, a little bit about my story. 2003, I went from working in a nine to five job that by then I hated to eventually making over a million dollars a year investing in real estate. And I've been doing that for many, 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 many going on 20 years now. And over the next, oh, maybe up to 90 minutes, I'll tell you a little bit about what I learned and what I did right. And I'm also going to tell you what I did wrong because the best way to learn is not from your mistakes. It's from what? other people's mistakes. Yeah, experience is the toughest teacher there is. You get the test first and then you get the lesson after. Trust me, that's not how you want to learn how to invest in real estate. So we're going to share some tribal knowledge. That's what the network's really good at, sharing tribal knowledge. I encourage you to participate as well. What are we going to learn today? Well, we're going to learn a lot. How about nine different strategies to make money in big chunks? Sounds good, doesn't it? I'm not here to sound good though. But Here's the beauty of real estate, right? Real estate is what we call a transaction-based business. Most people make money in a job. The problem with a job is it doesn't scale. A job is pretty much fundamentally an exchange of time for money. The reason you can't get wealthy in a job is there's only so much time you can exchange. So many hours in a week, month, year, literally only so many hours left of you, of the rest of your life, you can exchange for money uh, working for somebody else. But real estate is transaction-based. You do this, 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 you get a check, you do this, this, this again, you get another check. And the transactions scale. Why? Because you can use other people's money and other people's resources 
And if you do that through collaboration, then there's literally no limit to the number of transactions that you can do, which means there's literally no limit to the amount of money that you can make. In fact, speaking of scale, I'm going to teach you many transactions you can do, even with little or no money and no credit. And I got to tell you, whether you have money or not, you don't have enough, so it doesn't matter. Like, nobody has enough money for this business. You know that, right? Like, I don't care what you got, not even close. You got half a million dollars in your checking account? Great, good for you. Go buy a house. Okay, now you're done. Yep, that was it. Yep. Can't do another one. No, you have to be prepared to buy any property at any time. You have no idea what that incredible deal of a lifetime that might just appear tomorrow looks like. So you got to get comfortable and resourceful in using other people's money. You know, we have over a thousand private money lenders in this network. Private money is faster, cheaper, better in every way than hard money or any other kind of money. You got it, you got a competitive advantage. You got to learn how to do this even with little or no money and with no credit. We're going to teach you many, many ways to do exactly that, whether you have money or not. Uh, how about how to turn even a small IRA into millions of dollars tax-free? That's going to be kind of cool. How about how to acquire $10 million in rental properties with little or no money and no credit? My wife and I own over $30 million worth of houses, rental properties here in Texas. And I got to tell you, if I wanted to buy $30 million worth of houses traditionally, well, think about it. I have to put down 20% every time I bought a house. I'd have to be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire just to become a millionaire. Well, I wasn't a millionaire when I started investing in real estate. So then how was I able to acquire $30 million worth of houses? Well, I had to learn a different way to buy houses. I had to learn how to buy houses even with little or no money and no credit. Because once you learn how to buy houses with little or no money and no credit, then how many houses can you buy? All of them. How many would you like to buy? All of them. If I ask a question and you say all of them, you're probably going to get it right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, great. So then how come everybody doesn't make a million dollars a year? Well, there are some problems. And, uh, you know, um, when people get into this business, right, you know, it's always new to them, but it's not new. I'm going to tell you millions of people, if you're just getting into this, millions of people are on the road or have been on the road or have traveled the road that you're on right now. And I got to tell you, everybody that gets into this business, they all have the same self-limiting beliefs the same assumptions, they all make the same right and wrong turns. Uh, usually they have the same fears and they have the same mistakes and they have the same problems. So like, what are some of the problems? Fear is a big problem. A lot of people are just afraid to do this. I was scared to death. I was literally sitting in these chairs 20 years ago, I'm afraid I'm gonna lose money, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to fill out a contract. Fear paralyzes a lot of people right at the starting blocks. Finding deals, good deals are hard to find. The hardest part of this business is finding deals. Uh, but I'm going to tell you where to look, and it's probably not where you think. Uh, and then finally, doing deals. What I love most about being a real estate investor, there's so many different ways to do it. I'm going to teach you a whole bunch of different ways to do this, stuff you're not going to learn watching HGTV. So for most people, these are the problems. Most people never get past these problems, but here's the really good news. This is exactly what real estate investor associations are set up to do. Local, deeply resourced, long-standing communities of real estate investors with all that training and knowledge and resource and people. Uh, and it's all set up to help people get past all of these problems uh, when they're getting started. So I'm going to help you guys get past all this stuff 
exactly the same way that the RIA helped me when I was sitting in these chairs 20 years ago. Okay, so great. <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> let me do a quick disclaimer. I'll take a deep, uh, deep breath. This subject matters for educational purposes only. We're not lawyers, CPAs, financial planners, et cetera. You should always have your contracts, taxes, business plans, et cetera, reviewed by an attorney and or financial advisor before completing any real estate transactions. Government regulations also require that I disclose that the results that I discuss are not typical results. I am an action taker and have achieved remarkable results, and the investors I talk about are action takers and not your typical average people. I believe average people don't take any action and therefore get zero results, only you can decide if you're going to be a typical average person or an above average action taker. You know, here in Texas, we have a saying that kind of sums this all up. And the saying is, all hat and no cattle. What does that mean? You know, everybody says they're going to roll up their sleeves. Everybody says they're going to go out and do something. But most people at the end of the day go out and do what? Do nothing. Have you heard of the 80-20 rule? Like 20% of the people make pretty much all the money in the world? You know, I think in real estate investing, it's kind of like the 95-5 rule. It's like only 5% of people actually invest in real estate. But the ones that roll up their sleeves, the ones that actually do this, yeah, they don't just make money, they make gobs of money. Incredible amounts of money. Do you guys know that almost 80% of the millionaires in this country got there all or in part through investing in real estate? You know, it's really, really difficult to become a millionaire not investing in real estate, but you can't be all hat and no cattle. You do have to roll up your sleeves. You have to take action. How many of you have owned a house for the last two or three years? Who's owned a house for the last two or three years? Oh, nice. You're a lot richer than you were two or three years ago, aren't you? Nice. What if you had five? What if you had 20? What if you had 200 of them? and other people were paying off all those mortgages and all those appreciating assets, how, would, how, how much richer would you be uh, if you had 200 of them? Well, well, let's talk about that. Let's make that happen. Okay, fear, fear. A lot of people are just afraid to do this. I get it, I can relate, and I can help. In fact, we have helped so many people get started investing in real estate, we actually sponsor a weekly show where every single week we take one of you, somebody in this community, and we feature them, and we have them tell their story about their journey to become real estate investors. Most of them are now millionaires or and multi, multi-millionaires. I'll give you a few examples. Flavia came to us. A single mom had a bakery uh, during the pandemic. Pandemic happens, bakery stops, right? She's got to make money doing something else, plan B. Uh, came to the RIA said, I need a plan to make some money. Uh, taught her how to flip houses, flip 15 houses. Uh, Jeff came to us, kind of a double whammy. He got a divorce and he got fired at the same time. He said, I need a do-over plan, start-over plan. Taught him how to flip houses and made $500,000 flipping houses. In his very first year as a real estate investor, he's never going back to that job. Uh, Mike and Vanessa are contractors in the RIA. We have a lot of contractors in the RIA, power teams. And uh, Mike and Vanessa... Um, you know, they fix houses up for real estate investors. They fix some houses up for me. And uh, then they came to me and said, you know, we noticed that the real estate investors seem to be making a lot more money than, than we're making. So um, can you tell us how to be the flipper, how to, how to actually be the investor, not just the, the contractor that works for the investor? So I taught him how to fix and flip houses. 
And you know, in their very first year as real estate investors, they only flipped one house. They just did one flip. Uh, Olivia, um, how much money did they make on that one fix and flip project they did? Just two million dollars, guys. Just two million dollars. That's net, like after all expenses, not the gross, but the net. And Olivia is actually the host of our show, so thank you for joining us, uh, Olivia. Olivia actually travels all over Texas and interviews people in our network all over Texas and has them share their stories. So, Olivia, can you tell everybody just a little bit about uh, about the show? Yes, so I uh, live in Austin, but I travel between Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio, and some other uh, towns as well. And I interview investors from this network, not just how many houses they have flipped, why did they become a real estate investor, and how much has this network, and since when they became a real estate investor, how much has their life been transformed? So it's not really just about the house, but about their family, their generation, the, the legacy that they're creating for their family. Yeah, and the show is called Houses Flipping People. Get it? Like, there's normally people flipping houses. Well, these are people flipping houses, but the houses also flip the people because yes. it transformed their lives. And I'll tell a few of the other stories, but I'm going to say, hey, check out the show. These are your peers. You get to watch these shows every week. It's educational and entertaining and inspiring. Huberto uh, came to us, college student, engineering, uh, flipped his first house, made $300,000, not bad. And uh, during the interview, Olivia said, uh, Huberto, are you working on any other projects? She's like, yeah, I have 24 other projects going right now, not bad. Chris came to us as a therapist, and she did something I think is kind of smart. She partnered on her first deal. So let's talk about that. Um, this is another way to get over your fear. So, so most people, when they get started, what do they do? They read some books, they watch some YouTube videos, they're like, honey, let's go flip a house. They pretty much kind of try to figure it out on their own. Sometimes they do it right, sometimes they make mistakes, they may or may not make money, whatever. So here's like another idea for getting started. Why not, instead of all that, why not partner with somebody who's maybe done it hundreds of times before, leverage their money and their experience and their power teams, learn how to do it the right way, and then split the profits. Now, I know what everybody's thinking, because everybody always says the same thing. Well, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Why would a multi-millionaire real estate investor want to partner with a rookie? Why would they do that? Well, I'm going to give you all a fact of life. This is just a fact of life. If you ever want to do business with somebody operating at a higher business stature than you, you're going to have to help them before they're going to help you. That's just how life works. So what could you possibly do to get a multimillionaire real estate investor to want to help you bring them a money-making deal? And that's exactly what Chris brought to me. So she brings me this deal. She's like, what do you think of that deal? I said, that is a money-making deal. And then she says, would you partner on the deal with me? I said, for half the profits, heck yes, right? I get half the profits, winner here. You know, as she learns how to do it the right way, winner there, that's called a win-win, right? And then after that, she went on and did many, many deals. Uh, Carlos, a uh, petroleum engineer in Houston, got tired of that, wanted to flip houses, flipped over 100 houses. Uh, Elizabeth in San Antonio, uh, worked in corporate America, you know, doing marketing, uh, taught her how to flip houses. During the interview, Olivia's like, how much you made with our help flipping houses? She's like, well, I have $6.9 million in the bank right now. Uh, Buddy worked for State Farm, insurance adjuster, got tired of that, taught him how to flip houses. He's flipped over 150 houses. It's like like not one, like two, like <laughs> we have millions, 10 million, 20 million, I mean, it's crazy. 
Uh, we have a car salesman that flips 60 houses. Eddie came to us and uh, came from Los Angeles. I think California is like a program where they pay people to move to Texas. I'm not quite sure how that works, but it feels like it, right? Anyway, he's starting a family, and he's like, I don't really want to uh, raise my family in, uh, in California. Didn't like the culture, so he wants to raise his family here in Texas. But he's a filmmaker, right? So he's like, well, there's not a lot of filmmaking going on here, so i got to make money doing something else. So I taught him how to flip houses, and he's flipped over 100 houses. And during the interview, Olivia asked him, Eddie, how much money did you make with what Phil taught you flipping houses? And he just smiles and he says, I've made a lot of money. And then Olivia kind of digs in a little bit. Well, can you give everybody a number? Like, how much money? No, just, just tell us a number, right? And he's like, well, I can tell you I'm now worth more than $10 million. So not bad for a guy starting a new career. We have firefighters, we have flight attendants, airline pilots, football players, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders on this uh, in this network, uh, people from all walks of life. So check out the show, and uh, you know every week you get to hear one of your peers tell their story, which is inspiring, educational. They usually talk about a project they're working on, which is something you can learn from uh, as well. So it's houses flipping people. Check it out yes. online. And Olivia, you're also a real estate investor. You uh, have your own story. Uh, you were literally sitting in these chairs just a couple of years ago. And I remember you told me, uh, in fact, I think you didn't even come here because you were you were, you were just a guest, right? When yes, you came I here. was a guest. You were a guest. You weren't really interested in real estate. And at the, at, at, at the meeting, you said, I don't think this real estate is for me. So why, why did you think real estate was not going to be for you? Uh, so born and raised in Brazil, not just in Brazil, but in the middle of the Amazon with no power, it would, our water was the river. So we have to carry a bucket to our house. So that was my reality, organic as it can be. I didn't know that was the organic at the time. Looking back, it was organic yeah, today. Now people pay for that. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, man, I should have been making money back then. Uh, now, you know, moved to the U.S., um, did not buy a house. We rent, were renting a house. I was married at the time, and uh, because we couldn't afford the, the the down payment and you know and the the, the normal process like if the majority of the people goes by, so I was not educated whatsoever when it comes to the real estate. So when I came by to this event as the guest, um, I did not know anything about the real estate. I just thought I need the license that I still don't have today. By the way, you do not need the license to become a real estate investor. And you need to have money, and I did not definitely did not have money. I actually had about fifty thousand dollars in red in my credit card, so no experience, no money, and I didn't know anything about the real estate. So yes, I had a million doubts. This it was not for me. How do I fit in? And getting worse. Don't feel sorry for me. Uh, I was going through a divorce, so I couldn't even afford an apartment at the time. I was actually supposedly, at least that's what I was told, uh, that I couldn't afford anything at the time, that I need to go rent a bedroom at someone else's someone else house, and that was as good as it going to be for me back then. So then when I came over here, I told Phil, I love you what you're saying. I'm going back to my reality and maybe someday I'll come back. And that's when he told me, no, this is for you. You can find yourself here. I teach people with money, with no money, regardless of which, where you come from, regardless of what's going on in your life. And I do believe you are here for a reason and this is going to change your life, but you do need to believe in yourself 
and you need to come to the three-day workshop. And that's when I, being Latina, yes, I am stubborn, uh, but I did listen to my mentor. Uh, and uh, here I am today. You know, it is embarrassing, so, so, so but you, yes. So you, you, you got your first deal. You went to the workshop. Yes. And you said, I don't have any money. I said, great, use the free strategy. Yes. Half the stuff is free. Half, you know, half you can take money, but it doesn't take time. Yeah. Half takes time, but it doesn't have money. So what was your the first thing you tried? So I love high heels. I'm not going to lie. I was broke as it can be, but I was still on high heels. But I went door knocking on tennis shoes. So I did not went out with high heels. And my first day was actually in Houston. And I went door knocking because it was a free marketing what, that you thought. One of the knocking doors. And yes. Well, talk to people that are, you know, maybe going to sell their house or maybe even losing their house. Yes. So you talked to a guy. And what happened? Uh, I talked to Emmanuel. I should remember his name. And uh, he was ready to sign the contract. And I signed the contract right there. And I came but, back. But you didn't have any money. Of course I did not, but I don't need money. You told me I didn't need, right. and I trust the, the, your training. You got a contract. I got a and contract. what did you do with the contract? Came back to you guys, to yeah. the network, and I say, okay, I have this contract. It was not even filled up all uh, correct. Who, who wants the contract? Who can help me and get this contract yeah. off my hands, and I need and, the money. And you ended up selling the contract to another member of the network. Yes. How much did you get for the contract? I got $10,000 with that particular one. And then when you made that $10,000, what did you think? How many more doors do we have in Texas that I can go door knock? <laughs> Simple math, even I'm not good in math, so yes. But I mean, the light bulb went on. I mean, yes. it's all like a fairy tale until it actually works, right? Yes. And, and for you, it's like, all right, I'll try it. You know, mm -hmm. you knock on a door and some guy answers and you end up getting a contract. Yes. And then when you got the check, then it's real. This then is real. reality, that's like, your aha this, moment. This is on. Yeah. So, do you own a home today? So, moving forward, I did not want to rent a bedroom in anyone's house. I actually bought my house through the entire process, as subject to in Austin, in one of the highest neighborhood, and that's where my kids go to school, Westlake, if anyone is familiar to that area. And I'm very pleased with your, that. Your kids are in the best school, in the best neighborhood yes. in, in Austin, Texas. Do you own any other houses? Uh, yes. So today I own buy and hold. I own fix and flip. I do this full time. Besides, I interview the entire people on the panel, plus other people as well. And they are as humble as they can be. The only reason they tell what they have made and who they are is because I beg them to say, people need to get inspired. People need to know our story because, yes, I came from nothing, and here I am telling my story, but you don't have to come from how I came in. Anyone can come in a different direction, and you can all find yourself in the network and become a real estate investor, and I'd love to tell your story soon. So every single person that becomes a real estate investor, what do they all say when you ask them what's your best advice? Don't wait, start now. I wish I could go back in time and I would have started earlier. I wish earlier. I started sooner. Yes. Like, everyone. So. Every single one. So my right. boys now are 18 and 15 and I'm dragging them in with me for, him, for them not to waste time. So, but I'm very proud to be here today telling my story, even though it's not a pretty story, but it's my reality. It's a great story. And uh, yeah, so today I don't have my credit cards. I still know how to spend money. I actually learned how to spend money. Everything actually is on auto payment at the end of the month. I own my house and I own fix and flip. So this is reality. It does work. So thanks for being my mentor. All right. Oh, and so. thank you for sharing your story and thank you for interviewing all these people. So guys, check out the show. And this is just one of the things we do to help people get over their fear. You know, if you're doing it with other people, if you're surrounded with people that are doing it, if you're partnering with people that have done it before, if you're part of a community of people doing it, 
it just makes it a lot more real and a lot less scary. So I'm going to cross out that fear. All right, so let's get going here. My first day in real estate, by the way, was December 15, 2003. That's the day I did my very first deal. I've been involved in about 1,200 since then. Uh, I'm not going to go through them all, but I do a lot of real estate transactions. In fact, I do approximately a real estate transaction a week in some shape, form, variety, or another. And what that does is it creates money in big chunks. Now, that sounds good, doesn't it? Money in big chunks sounds great, right? No, but I'm not here to sound good. I'm here to explain how this business works. The way this business fundamentally works is as follows. We do things. We do things to find people with problems. So what kind of problems are you looking for? People who don't want a house, want to sell a house, can't afford a house, can't afford a mortgage. Problems to uh, entrepreneurs are what? Opportunities. Big problems are what? Big opportunities. So if you're thinking like, I don't want any problem, you're thinking, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Every entrepreneur makes money by solving problems. That's what they all do. Right? During the Great Frickin' Depression, uh, do you know there were more millionaires per capita created during the Great Depression than in any other era in our history? Why do you think that was? The Great Depression was the great opportunity. Exactly. So we are entrepreneurs, real estate entrepreneurs, and we help the world by solving various problems. So let's get specific. I don't want to just be general. I found somebody facing foreclosure, big problem, and I gave them an out an alternative, something called a short sale, allowed them to sell their house without having to bring any money to the table and without destroying their credit. And I made $16,000 helping somebody out of a situation. REO stands for real estate owned bank owned properties. Banks don't want to own real estate. That's not the business they're in. So I took it off the bank's hands, flipped it, made $36,000. Kind of legal problem. I had to sell a house by Friday. Realtor can't help you with that. I can. I got it on a contract, wholesaled it, made $5,000. Got a property subject to, no money, no credit, flipped it, made $68,000, $5,600 on an assignment, $6,000 on a mortgage assignment, $10,000 on a wholesale, $2,800 on a small referral, $12,400 for a large referral. The way this business works is as follows. We do things to get people with problems to call us, to find people with problems. And here's the really beautiful part. For every problem that exists, there is no exception. For every single problem situation that exists, we have a strategy, a tool, a resource, a strategy that helps them. This is about helping people, solves their problem, and gets us paid. I can help motivated sellers. I can help non-motivated sellers. I can help people that are owning the house free and clear. I can help people that are hopelessly underwater where they owe more money than the house is even worth. I can help them, I can solve their problem, and I can get paid. Sometimes I get singles, sometimes I get doubles, sometimes we get home runs. Sometimes I work on a lead, a deal, an opportunity, a problem, for six months, and after six months I make $5,000. And I'm like, oh man, six months, $5,000? I could have made more money working at Walmart. Thank goodness I'm not working on just one lead at a time. Sometimes my phone rings and that phone call makes me $55,000 in 48 hours. And I'm like, oh man, I wish every time my phone rang, I made $55,000 in 48 hours. But that's not how it works either. That's maybe one in 100 phone calls. So the question you should ask is simple. How often do you get 100 phone calls? Well, that depends on you and how much marketing that you do, how much looking that you do. Do you get 100 phone calls every week? you get 100 phone calls every month, you get 100 phone calls every year. Well, that's up to you and how much marketing that you do. So there's two essential skills you have to learn. I'm going to teach you these skills to be a real estate investor. 
the first and foremost skill is marketing. Marketing is just finding the deal, generating the lead. What is a lead? Nothing more than the name and number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. You need to spend 85% of your time and money on marketing, generating leads, looking for deals, outsource everything else. Next skill we have to learn is strategy. Strategy is the service that we offer. We buy houses. We help people sell houses, get rid of houses and mortgages they don't want or can't afford anymore. And we do it in a variety of different ways that solves a variety of different problems. So marketing is strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. Let's get started with the marketing. We use 65 different tested, proven ways of finding off-market wholesale deals. We use a dozen different strategies to help people solve the problems and get ourselves paid. So finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. Over half of the marketing methods, by the way, are completely free. Right? So you got some combination of time or money. You got more time, great. You got more money, great, whatever. And by the way, nine of the investing strategies, nine of the 12 investing strategies are actually no money and no credit strategies. When you learn how to buy houses with no money and no credit, then how many houses can you buy? All of them. So marketing strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. Let us get started with the marketing. Oh, actually, first I'm going to tell you a quick story. This was the very first house that I flipped on December 15, 2003. And I'll tell you a little story on December 14, 2003. I was scared to death. I was actually being coached and mentored by the two guys who ran the Real Estate Investor Association back then. I called them both on the phone on December 14, 2003. I'm scared. Are you sure this is going to work? I don't want to lose any money. Yeah, it took two seasoned, experienced real estate investors pulling me, kicking and screaming over the starting blocks to get me to do that very first deal. But if you're a little scared, I get it. I can relate and I can help. But I had one other thing that was also motivating me to take action back then. I was in a job I no longer loved and I was in a career that I no longer loved. And I gotta tell you guys, if you're spending your time doing something you don't love doing, yeah, you need to do something different with your life plan. And that's exactly where I was. I needed a different life. And man, you get one life, just one, and it just races by. And if you're not on a trajectory to getting the life you want, uh, if you're not doing something you love doing every day, yeah, that's, that's like, you know, I mean, she's like, I help people quit jobs they hate to, to pursue things they love. I mean, that's what we do, right? And if you're not loving what you're doing and on a trajectory, if you're not reaching your God-given potential, then maybe you need to do something different with your life plan. So let me talk a little bit about that very first deal. Your first deal in so many different ways is your most important deal. Kind of like your first kiss, right? Everybody remembers their first kiss. Life-changing experience. Everybody remembers their first deal. Life-changing experience. Took me six months to find my first deal. I was actually an unusually slow starter. Got it under contract with a contract I got right here at the RIA. Bought it using OPM, other people's money, private money. Right? We have over a thousand private money lenders in this network. Got a contractor here at the network to fix it. Got a realtor here in the network to sell it. Got an attorney and title company right here in the network to close it. And I went to that very first closing and I picked up that very first check for $15,384.26. And do you know when they handed me that check, it was like you unscrewed the cap, popped out the old brain, and popped in the new brain. It's always the first check. You see, right up until they handed me that check, 
I was a real estate investor based on theory. And I wasn't even sure to believe the theory. I don't know if this is going to work, not sure about that, don't know about this other thing. But the second they handed me that check, like a switch flipping, I became a real estate investor based on experience. I didn't know anything different except I knew it actually worked. And I realized when they handed me that check, if I did this and this and this again, I get another check. I mean, it'll be the same thing, right? So as soon as you got that check, it's like, wow, this actually works. Right now, I just do it again, right? If you do this, this, and this again, you get another check. You do this, this, and this again, you get another check. But the really big deal for me, the really big deal when I got that check, I realized at that moment that I would never, ever, 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 for the rest of my life, ever have to work for somebody else. Ever, 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 never, ever again. And I have not worked for anybody else, even for one second, since they handed me that check. So if you're new and you're just getting started, here's my first piece of advice. You need to focus yourself like a laser beam on that very first deal, because that very first deal will change your life, mostly by changing your mindset. Deals two, three, four, five, and six, they get easier and easier and easier. So I told you I was going to tell you what I did right. I'm also going to tell you what I did wrong. You know, I made some of the common rookie mistakes. I spent all that time finding the deal. I found the deal. Once I found the deal, I kind of put my marketing on hold. I picked up some hammers, started managing some contractors, working on that house. I finished the deal. I got the check only to wake up the next day and realize I had absolutely nothing to do except start the whole business all over again. And this gets me to my very first takeaway. And here it is. And this is the big one. The business of being a real estate investor is the business of finding deals. It's all about finding deals. Why? Because you make the money on the buy. What does that mean? As soon as you find a property and get it under contract, whatever money was going to be made or not made on that deal, it's done right at that moment. Yeah, you get the money at the end on the sale, but you make the money on the buy. You always have to spend 85% of all of your time and money on marketing looking for the next deal. And you have to approach this business such that the next deal is always more important than the deal you have now. The rookies all screw this up. And it's a mindset problem. You know, the rookie does a deal, right? They make a deal, they do a deal, they make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. So then they reset the marketing. Get it going again. Finally, they find another deal. They do a deal, make some money. Great, great, great. But they stop the marketing and work on the deal. So then they reset the marketing. They get it going again. They find another deal. They do a deal, make some money. Great. But they stop the marketing. And their income goes up and down and up and down with big gaps in between. No, no, no. You, you need your income to go up, 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 up. And the only way to do that is you have to keep that pipeline continuously filled with deals. Don't take your eye off the ball. And the way that you do that is you always spend 85% of your time and money on marketing looking for the next deal because the next deal is always more important than the deal you have now. And hint, the deals you're looking for are not in the MLS. The MLS is the multiple listing service. It's the retail market for real estate. It's where realtors sell real estate. It's where all the people in the world compete with each other to see who will pay the most. And I hate to say it, but when you're competing against all the people in the world, some of those people are stupid. And you don't want to compete against stupid. 
Well, you don't want to win competing against Dubai. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. I love the MLS. I adore the MLS. Why do I love and adore the MLS? Because after I buy off-market wholesale real estate, where do I then want to resell it? On the MLS! It has been proven that any property put on the MLS will sell for the most that it could be possibly sold for. That's just never where you're going to find heavily discounted wholesale real estate. The very best deal in the entire MLS would rarely be a deal I'd ever take a second look at. So finding deals. Once I realized this whole shoot match is about finding deals, then I went about systematizing the process of finding deals. And over time, it developed 65 different methods for finding deals. Actually, it's not totally accurate to say I developed 65 methods. What would be more accurate is to say I found 65 things that work, and I started to do those things. In fact, I need to teach you all a really important lesson, maybe the most important lesson that I'm going to teach you today. But for me to teach you this next lesson, first I need to unteach you all something. Okay, so I got to unteach you all something. When you guys were in elementary school, if you looked over the paper next to you and you copied down the answers, that was called what? Cheating. And you're all told that cheating is what? Bad, wrong. Okay. We're not a bunch of little kids. We're not in elementary school anymore. Going forward, I need you all to unlearn that. Because going forward, guess what? Cheating is the shortcut. What am I saying up here? What I'm trying to say is simple. There's nothing that you're trying to do. There's absolutely nothing that you're trying to figure out that I and other people haven't already done and figured out. Everything. And I mean everything. And I mean absolutely every minute detail of everything about this business has been completely figured out. We know what's in the soil. We know the zoning. We know the guys that write the zoning. We know the appreciation rate by street address in all the major metropolitan cities across the state of Texas. We know the exact letters to send to the exact mailing list. We know the exact words to say. We know exactly what objections there were going to be. We know exactly how to overcome the objections. We even know how many contracts are going to get signed for every 10,000 letters that get sent out. Everything, and I mean everything, and I mean absolutely everything about this business is completely understood. And once I realized everything I was trying to do and everything I was trying to figure out, other people had done and figured out, then I finally stopped trying to figure everything out and I just started to, here's that word, copy, right, copy the 65 tested proven methods of actually doing this business and finding these deals. Now, some of these methods or campaigns take time and some of these methods and campaigns take money. Uh, you know, I will be honest with you, I don't spend any time anymore at all on marketing. I outsource 100%. But when I got started, I insourced most of it. So what are all these different marketing methods? Well, let me teach you a bunch. First set of strategies has to do with direct mail. You can buy mailing lists. Now, when you get a mailing list, what do you do with a mailing list? Well, you can send mail. You can also get a phone call with each name and, and uh, address. Uh, you can even go knock on their doors. You can call them. You can knock on their door. You can send them letters and postcards. Okay? And, and these are all people that may want or need to sell real estate. So, for example, you can get a list of people that didn't pay their property taxes, people that are late paying their mortgage, people that have filed for divorce. Two people were combining their income to pay a mortgage. Now, one of them's gone. Well, the one that's left is probably having trouble paying the mortgage by themselves. You get a list of people who've inherited a house from somebody that passed away. People's credit scores 
just went down 300 points. People that just got dismissed from bankruptcy, certainly a lot of financial distress there, you can get a non-owner-occupied list. This is a list of people who own a house they don't live at, live at themselves. Well, technically, that's a landlord. And a lot of them are what we call accidental landlords. They couldn't sell it, so they rented it. They, they let an ex-spouse or family member live in a house. They inherit a house with a tenant in it. They don't really know anything about being a landlord, and very often, eventually, they become motivated sellers. You can get a list of people who rent to people on public assistance. You can get a code enforcement list. You know the city is already driving around issuing citations for abandoned houses, hoarder houses, deferred maintenance houses, and you can get the city to give you a list of every problem property in the city. You can even get an expired listing list. This is a list of people that hired a realtor, tried for a long time to sell the house, and it didn't sell. So what do we know about these people? Well, we know 100% of these people would like to sell their house, probably now more than ever. But they probably need solutions that realtors don't offer. Well, hello, that's what investors do offer. Send letters and postcards to these lists of people. You call them, text them. You these lists of, some of them will call you back. Right? Those are called leads. You make them an offer that solves their problem. We have an offer for every problem. Some of them will say yes, and those are called deals. But the website, you get leads on the internet, bandit signs, online ads, email autoresponders, magnetic signs, little signs that say your car. Put the sign on there, you get leads for the rest of your life. Uh, door hangers, you don't want to pay postage for 10 cents a door, you can have a door flyer put on every door in a neighborhood. Here's one that's pretty much free, driving for dollars. Sometimes I'm just driving around and I see a tarp on a roof. You know, they might as well be waving a big red flag. Desperate motivated seller, please buy my house. I mean, think about it. Some of the most valuable asset, a house, has a serious problem, right, a leak. And their solution was to do what? Go buy a $5 tarp at Home Depot. Well, how come they didn't fix the roof? Exactly, no money. Same guy that's not fixing the roof, guess what? Probably not paying his taxes, probably not paying his insurance, probably not paying his mortgage. Sooner or later, an investor is going to pick up that deal. So what are the other marketing strategies? Oh, wait. We interrupt this program to bring you a special announcement. Special announcement. Actually, Chino already made the announcement. Yeah, we're doing a workshop. And I'm going to be teaching the workshop. Uh, so practical, actionable, step-by-step -step training, Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas. And we're doing it for free for the members of the RIA, for you guys. So congratulations on that. I'm not going to go through a lot of details here because Chanel already went through this. Um, I will put up the link at the end. To get this, all you got to do is register at the uh, TexasStarterKit.com. Uh, 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 I'll put that up in a minute. Pick the date and location that works. You can come online or you can come in person. Strongly suggest you come in person. Uh, we will have tables set up so there's more room to take notes and spread out. It's not going to be packed in like this, uh, like this room. So pick the date and location that works best for you. And uh, if you're online, click on the link in the comments below. If you're live here in person, you can just click on the QR code or go to this uh, website and you can get yourself registered. So how cool is that? So when you register for the starter kit, there's actually a bunch of goodies that come along with the workshop, free with the starter kit. And I'll go through those a little bit later. But let me get back to the marketing. So what are the other finding, deal finding strategies, marketing methods, letters of intent? What is a letter of intent? A letter of intent is an offer. So the question is then, who should you send an offer to? And the answer is everybody. I'm going to give you all your first homework assignment. Tomorrow, I want you to send 200 people an offer on their home. Yeah. 
That's how investors do it. You know, investors do it like this. Ready, fire, aim. You make the offer, and then you negotiate. You make the offer, and then you do your due diligence. You make the offer, and then you look for the money. You make the offer, and then, and only then, do you think about it. You should make everybody an offer. Why not? Do you know that here in Texas, every time you make somebody an offer, you know you get four different options? You might want to write them down. Option number one, you could buy a house. You now have an opportunity you didn't have before. It's called taking a shot. If you take enough shots on goal, what do you think is going to happen? Some of them go in, even if you suck. And with practice, what happens? More of them go in because you don't suck anymore. Option number one, you can buy a house. Option number two, you can terminate the contract after you make it. You know that Texas State promulgated contract gives the buyer the unilateral right to just rip it up and walk away? No harm, no foul, no penalty? Option number three, you can renegotiate the contract. You know it's much, much easier to renegotiate than it is to negotiate? Option number four, and this is normal stuff in traditional, traditional real estate. Option number four, you can sell the contract itself to somebody else that has money. Notice only one, that's what Olivia did on her first deal. She got a property on the counter, she didn't have any money, she sold the contract to somebody else that had money. Notice only one of those four options required you to actually come up with any money and to buy a house. Just make offers, give yourself options. Business cars, FISBO, cold calling, uh, television, radio, billboards, uh, other investors. Sometimes the best way to find a deal is get other investors to find the deal for you. By the way, do you all know what I'm doing up here right now? What do you think I'm doing right now? Marketing. Yeah, marketing. You all impressed? I will guesstimate. I'm being very conservative here. I will guesstimate based on the number of people live and the number of people online. I will guesstimate easily sometime over the next 12 months, I should easily be able to partner on no less than one, two, three deals with somebody who's listening to me right now sometime over the next 12 months. Average net profit on a deal, 40 grand, my share, 20 grand, means as a result of the presentation I'm giving right now, I should pretty easily be able to put an extra 20 plus 20 plus 20, an extra $60,000 in my pocket sometime over the next 12 months as a result of the presentation I'm giving right now. Not bad. Better than a poke in the eye with a stick, wouldn't you all agree? And by the way, you can all do exactly the same thing. Because there's people in this room and there's people in this network that have deals that are looking for money. There's people in this room and there's people in this network that have money that are looking for deals. Some people want buy and hold, some people want fix and flip. Some people want short sales, some people want wholesales. Some people want Dallas, some people want Houston. Some people want Austin, some people want San Antonio. Some people want El Paso. All of the members of this community and by the way, that's what this is, a community, tens of thousands, right, of people, right, lending, borrowing, partnering. You want to get plugged in? You want to scale it up? Yeah, I figured a long time ago you make a lot more money getting 50% of 1,000 deals than 100% of five deals. That's how you make money in this business, right, be part of a community of people doing this. All of the people in this network, by the way, you know we meet 24-7, you know, every minute of every day online? And do you know multiple times a day and thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last decade, the members of this community post their deals, questions, offers, referrals 
resources back and forth on that network. I, I, I said earlier, guys, you're not going to find your deal on the MLS. That's ridiculous. That's the retail marketplace. That's the retail pond. That's the pond with the small fish. Okay, you guys need to fish in the wholesale pond. Okay, that's the pond with the big fish. So then where's the wholesale pond? You're sitting in it. A large network of real estate investors horse trading, wholesaling properties amongst themselves. You know, when you look around this room, what do you see? Do you see your competition? No. Buyers, sellers, leads, deals, money, everything you could ever need to make millions of dollars is probably sitting in this room. People with money looking for deals, people with deals looking for money, people with experience, no experience, power teams, you name it, right? Welcome to the wholesale marketplace. Realtors, REOs, uh, this is bank-owned properties, you know, common rookie mistake. People hear the word foreclosure, like, ooh, foreclosure is a deal. For no, it's not, right? A foreclosure is just a house being sold by a banker. Bankers are not desperate, motivated sellers. When a banker wants to sell their house, you know what they do? They stick it on the MLS. They say, bring me the uh, that pays the most. I don't want that to be. We don't buy those. We buy pre-foreclosures before they go back to the bank. Okay, how do you do that? Fish in the wholesale marketplace, do direct marketing, off-market. Or here's another idea. Here in Texas, on the first Tuesday of the month, rain, shine, holiday or not, everybody that didn't pay their mortgage gets auctioned off at the county courthouse steps. And do you know that you can get a list of all the people going to the auction? And you can go knock on their door before the auction and get it under contract before the auction for very often for less than it's going to sell at the auction. Why? Because you're not bidding against 300 other guys. Wholesalers, let's have the talk. There's a lot of horse trading and wholesaling that goes on amongst real estate investors, but we always issue a little warning to go along with it. And the warning is simple. Nobody will love your money more than you. You have to do your own due diligence. When a wholesaler sends you a deal and says, this is worth 100000 fixed up, how much is it going to be worth after it's fixed up? 80 max. When a wholesaler says, this property is going to need 20000 in renovations, what is it going to cost to renovate? 40 minimum. When a wholesaler says, ooh, it's your lucky day, you know, for a $5,000 non-refundable deposit, this lucky deal can be yours. You put down that deposit, I can just about guarantee with about a 19 out of 20 chance that I'm right because I've been doing this for a long time, you will be losing a lot of money well beyond the 5000 you got started with. It is fiction, folks. A rookie should never do their first deal with a wholesaler. The odds are high it's going to end in freaking disaster because wholesalers always misrepresent the deals and the rookies don't know any better. Look, it would be really, really stupid to ever buy real estate based on information about the real estate provided to you by the person trying to sell the real estate to you. Don't do that. Or anybody associated or affiliated with them. Don't do that. I said earlier, your first deal is your most important deal. That's true. But if you lose money on your very first deal, you know, at the end of that deal, 100% of your real estate investing experience will have been bad. Okay, and you'll probably never come back for more. So yeah, you have to do your own due diligence. And I'm going to say, if you're getting started, you have to find your own deal. Bird dogs, Craigslist, social media, friends, family, etc. Why so many different marketing methods? Well, would you rather fish with a hook or would you rather fish with a net? 
I'm going to tell you, you need to learn to fish with a net. And the reason is because this business is a numbers game, and now I'm going to teach you the numbers. I'm going to teach you something that took me two years of hard work in the trenches to figure out. So I'm going to shave two years of your learning curve off right now. By 2005, I had been a real estate investor for two years. And I calculated my first two years, I generated about 400 leads. A lead is the name and number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. So I was looking at a deal every couple of days, and then I did the math. And here's what I discovered. As a rookie, on average, for every $100 I spent on paid marketing, stuff like direct mail, I got one qualified motivated seller lead. As a rookie, on average, for every three hours I spent on personal marketing, free marketing, things like driving for dollars, I got one qualified motivated seller lead. Then I discovered that as a rookie, on average, for every 20 leads I got, I made at least $20,000 net profit on a deal. And the numbers are even better today because the houses are more expensive today. But let me run the numbers for you. That means as a rookie, every time I just drove around for 60 hours, I made at least $20,000 net profit. As a rookie, every time I sent out $2,000 in direct mail, I made at least $20,000 profit. Spend $2,000, make $20. Spend $2,000, make $20. Spend $4,000, make $40. Spend eight thousand, make eighty. Spend sixteen thousand, make one hundred sixty. Spend thirty-two thousand. You don't have to spend it all at once, by the way. Make three hundred twenty thousand net profit. Are you starting to like the numbers? It took me two years to figure that out. But after two years in the trenches, what I realized is, holy cow, this whole business is just a numbers game. And now I know the numbers. I started to think about this business in a very different way after I figured out these numbers. I now see this whole business like it's a little black box. And the way that little black box works is every time I stick $100 worth of marketing in one end, eventually $1,000 worth of net profit pops out the other end. So if you had a little black box and every time you shoved a $100 bill in one end, a $1,000 bill popped out the other end, how many dollars would you stick in the box? All of it. And I started spending thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I started spending tens of thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I hired two full-time, six-figure guys who spend all of their full time spending my money every month on marketing. And now, today, in some months, I spend $100,000 a month on marketing. Because once you realize this is just a numbers game, and once you know the numbers, then it's it's just on. You dial it in, and then you dial it up. Sometimes later, I actually wrote a book on real estate investing. We're not selling any books tonight, but I will repeat a message I said earlier. There's nothing you're trying to do. There's nothing you're trying to figure out that I and other people haven't done and figured out. What is the shortcut copy stuff that's been figured out? Okay, so we are right at the halfway point in the presentation. I'm about to get into the strategies, which is arguably the fun stuff, right? The mechanics of how some of these creative deals work. But... Remember at the beginning of this, I said, my job is to make you into educated, contributing members of this community. We really want you to be participatory and educated and contributing. You know, and, and, and we, we do these meetings all over Texas, huge network. And we always have new people that come to the meetings. And we call the new people tourists. Right? Nothing wrong with that. They're checking it out. It's like, honey, let's go check out the RIA. But we figured out a long time ago, nobody makes any money being a tourist. We need people to be active, buying, selling, partnering, lending, borrowing. That's when money starts to get made. But I also figured out a long time ago that unfortunately, 
I can't turn somebody into a real estate investor in 45 minutes. If I could figure out how to sprinkle pixie dust around the room, turn everybody into a real estate investor in 45 minutes, yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know how to do that. But I can, and I have, on many occasions, turn people into real estate investors over a period of 24 hours. Or maybe it would be more accurate to say 24 hours spread out over three days, giving us the time to get through all the nitty-gritty details of how this business works. And this is why the Texas RIA sponsors the Texas Real Estate Investing Workshop. This is Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas using strategies proven to work here. We go through all of the investing strategies. You've got to know them all. All 65 marketing methods, even the closes. Closes are literally the exact words you say to get somebody to sign a contract, accept your solution to their problem, your offer on their property. I'll give you an example. I said some magic words to a woman recently, and she gave me her house. Yeah, Who's a little skeptical? I just said these magic words. She just gave me that. I didn't have to give her any money at all. She gave me a beautiful house. Didn't have to pay anything to her. And she, she just, here's the house. She, she just said, thank you. So I have magic words. I say these words to a woman, and she gives me a house. Beautiful house. Had a lot of equity in it. Who's a little skeptical right now? Raise your hand if you're a little skeptical right now. Who's not skeptical right now? Really? Wow. I'm trying to make you guys skeptical. Are you kidding? For all you guys that are not skeptical, I got a land deal in Florida I'm going to talk to you about after class. I just said something ridiculous. I just said that I have magic words that I can just say to somebody and they just give me their house. That's ridiculous. So who's a little skeptical right now? Who's a little skeptical? You should be skeptical. I want you to be skeptical. Because in a couple of minutes when I demonstrate it, you're going to be really amazed. Okay, and that's a close. So we're going to teach you how to close these deals. How to partner. Great way to get started. Leverage other people's experience, money, resources. How to get access to funding. Thousands, and I mean thousands, I thousands of successful real estate investors got started at this workshop. This is the real deal. Texans teach in Texas. We even sponsor a show every single week. We interview somebody that's typically now a millionaire, multimillionaire. So come to the workshop. That's what that's all about, but the Texas Starter Kit. And um, the Starter Kit includes a lot of goodies. I'm going to explain what those are a little bit later, but you got the code already for you guys online. The code is in the comments below. Pick the date and location that works best for you. Oh, huh, we interrupt this program. Another little side note. Um, how many of you are interested in commercial real estate? Let's do a poll of the audience. Okay. Wow. That's a little more than I thought. Okay. So this is our residential uh, meeting. We have a whole other part of the Texas RIAs that does commercial. Uh, and commercial is, is great. I love commercial. I do commercial. I do residential. I'm not here to tell you one is better than the other. They're both great. Do them both. I, I highly recommend that you do them both. There's some differences. You know, with commercial, they're multi-million dollar deals. So you got to pool money from multiple people. you got to do it in a legal way because it's regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission. We have over a 1,000 investors of commercial real estate. We've done hundreds of millions of dollars of projects. We do multifamily and storage and land development. There's a lot of that in Texas. Strip malls, medical office buildings, yada, yada, yada. So if you're interested in commercial, I know that's not everybody, but for those of you that are interested in commercial, I want to mention something coming up. Coming up in Dallas, the commercial real estate investing event of the year. Uh, we're doing a special event right here in Dallas, maybe in this hotel or it's going to be right in this area, and it's called the Masters of Real Estate Invent. 
Uh, it is, there is a, there's a fee, there, you have to pay to attend this, but for you guys that want to do commercial, you definitely want to come and see this because we're going to have up to a thousand people, you know, movers, shakers, some of the top commercial investors across the state of Texas and some of the top investors uh, from across the country. If you have the interest in commercial, you will have all the deals, money, resources, power teams, and education you ever want in one place at one time. And like some of the people, for example, George Ross, Donald Trump's original right-hand man, celebrity apprentice, judge, author of maybe the greatest real estate deal ever done. He and Donald Trump bought a building in Manhattan for a million dollars, turned around and made $450 million. How would you like to learn commercial real estate from that guy? We have a billionaire coming. Vanilla Ice, how cool is that? Former rapper and now real estate tycoon even has a show. He's even going to do a little concert for us. Uh, JT Fox, 19, uh, nine-figure entrepreneur, longtime friend. Uh, Hugh Hilton, Hugh freaking Hilton, has done $18 billion in commercial deals. He's going to teach you how to do it. We're going to have all of the top Texas investors there, uh, up to 1,000 members of my personal network, Inner Circle, are going to be attending. So if you're interested or have the slightest interest in a commercial, you definitely want to come to the commercial workshop. I know it's a little bit of a tangent. It's not for everybody, uh, but it is coming up, and it's going to be right here in Dallas. It's on August 25th, 26th, 27th. Uh, it costs 998 bucks to do it, but we're going to do a special deal for you guys here at the RIA. Tell you what, if you use this discount code, 800-OFF, you definitely want to write that down if you're interested in commercial, uh, you can get the ticket for 198 So it's a pretty amazing deal. Uh, this is this week only, so if you're interested, you go to this website here, Real Estate Masters Event, Real Estate Masters Event. So for you guys interested in commercial, write that down. Now, I'm told you don't type www, so I'm not sure why you don't type www, you just type Real Estate Masters Event. For some reason, you don't use www, but um, at any rate, write that down for you guys that are interested in commercial. It will be the opportunity of the year for people getting involved or interested in commercial real estate. So, and I'll put that, I'll, I'll put it up at the very end of well, as well again. So, but I want to get back to our presentation. We talked about fear, right? And then we talked about marketing, right? Finding deals. Now let's get into the mechanics of how to actually do the deals. So uh, cross out the finding deals and let's talk about the doing deals. So there's a lot of ways to do this. And people always ask me, well, how do you get started? You know, there's 30,000 books and tapes and YouTube videos that talk about all the different ways to invest in real estate. And you can take training and attend seminars and watch videos and read books on how to do short sales and buy and hold and how to do mortgage assignments, how to do auction options, uh, how to do referrals and wholesaling, how to do contracts for deeds, lease options, how to do house swapping, wraparound mortgages, equity partnering, and of course, how to do fix and flip. And you can certainly spend a lot of time and money on all that training and education. In fact, my wife and I have actually spent over $100,000 on training, coaching, seminars, books, tapes, etc. Most of it was great. Some of it was not great. It all sounded great. But I don't feel bad about spending over $100,000 on our education because we've made many millions of dollars from our education. But I do have a little pet peeve at how most people start and how most people get taught to get started. Because when you look at all of these different investing strategies, I'm going to answer the question, which one's the best one? Well, the good news is they all work. All of these strategies can make you money investing in real estate. The bad news is that they each only work in unique situations. 
each of these strategies is actually the solution to a specific problem or situation. But remember what I said earlier, your job one is to find the deal. So here's a brand new investor hunting for a deal, doing some marketing, and he gets a lead. What is a lead? A name, a number, somebody that might want to sell real estate. Well, if this guy had gotten the right training, he would have learned how to help that particular seller with that particular lead solve their problem by using a strategy called a wraparound mortgage. But that's not the training he got. This guy went to a wholesale seminar. All he learned how to do was wholesaling. So he's looking for a wholesale deal because that's what he knows. He didn't find a wholesale deal. He found a wrap, doesn't know how to do that. So he can't make money on that lead. So what does he do? He does some more marketing and generates another lead. Now, if he only knew how to do a mortgage assignment, he could help somebody and solve their problem and get himself paid. But he doesn't know how to do that because, remember, this guy just went to a wholesale seminar. All he learned how to do was wholesale. So he's looking for a wholesale deal, found a mortgage assignment deal, doesn't know how to do that. So he does more marketing and generates yet another lead. Now, if he only knew how to do an auction option, he could solve a big problem and get himself a big check. But he doesn't know how to do that because all he went to was a wholesale seminar and he's still looking for a wholesale deal. Are you starting to see a problem? This is another common rookie mistake. 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there teach people how to get started investing in real estate. What they pretty much all say is this. You need to get started by learning one strategy and this is the best one. No, this is the best one. No, this is the best one. Well, whatever. You need to learn a strategy, right? Uh, figure out how to make money on that strategy. And then after you make money on that strategy, then later on you can learn some other strategy. And it sounds pretty good and it feels pretty good. But forgive my language when I say this. That is a completely ass-backwards way to go about this. Saying that you need to get started by learning one strategy and make money on one strategy before you learn the other strategy, that's kind of like saying you need to go to Las Vegas and learn how to bet on one number on the roulette wheel. And after you bet enough over and over and over again, make enough money betting over and over and over again on that one number on the roulette wheel, well then later on you can learn how the other numbers work. Well, that's ridiculous. And yet that's how 95% of real estate investors get started investing in real estate. It's a no surprise that 95% of real estate investors give up before they ever get going. And probably 99% of wholesalers. So let's have that talk. There's nothing wrong with wholesaling. Wholesaling is one of the 12 strategies that I use and that I teach. In fact, frankly, it's the easiest one to teach. The problem with wholesaling, however, is on average, I would say it's the hardest one to do that on average makes the least amount of money. So when somebody tells me my plan is to get started with wholesaling, here's how my brain translates that. I'm going to do the hardest thing there is to do that on average makes the least amount of money. And I know from my experience that about 99 out of 100, maybe not 100 out of 100, but about 99 out of 100 people that try to execute that plan give up before they ever get going. Because if you're putting a lot of time and effort into something that doesn't make a whole lot of money, you're going to give up before you ever get going. For example, how many of you have read the book, The Millionaire Wholesaler? That's because it's never been written. <laughs> and it never will be. Because it's the hardest freaking thing to do that on average makes the least amount of money. So I'm going to teach you what the top 5% of investors do. And then I'm going to tell you, play to be in the top 5% because they make all the money. So this is how I do it, and this is how I'm going to teach you how to do it at the workshop. I think it's pretty smart. I bet on all the numbers on the wheel, and then I spin the wheel a lot. And what do I mean by I bet on all the numbers? I use all 12 strategies. Why not learn all 12 ways to fill out a contract? Why not learn all 12 ways to solve a problem? 
You spend time and money. It's called marketing. You have somebody with a problem to call you. If there is a way to help them and solve the problem and get paid, you need to help them and solve the problem and get paid. And once you know all 12 strategies, once you got all 12 tools in your, in your toolbox, we have a solution. Collectively, these 12 strategies solve every problem there is. There is no exception. Motivated seller, non-motivated seller, free and clear, hopelessly underwater. And then what do you do? Then you spin the wheel a lot. What does that mean? Take a lot of shots on goal, look at a lot of deals, do a lot of marketing. This is what the top 5% of investors do. Play to be in the top 5% or don't bother. So how do you do that? You got to know all the strategies. So now let's teach you the strategy. Oh, actually, first I'm going to tell you another story. This was my first big deal. After I was a real estate investor for just over two years, I flipped this house. And I made 291000 pretty good net profit, flipping this house. But the more interesting part of the story is I was actually the eighth investor at bat. So what does that mean? It means seven other real estate investors looked at this deal before me and passed on the deal. How's that even possible? How could seven different real estate investors pass on a deal, on an opportunity to make almost $300,000 profit? How's that even possible? I'm going to tell you it's not just possible, it's typical. Let me tell you the rest of the story. First investor walks into this house and says, I'd love to buy your house, but you're in bankruptcy. I can't buy a house from somebody in bankruptcy. Second investor walks into this house and says, I'd love to buy your house, but you're underwater. You owe more money than the house is worth. You can't even afford to sell me the house. Third investor walks into this house and says, well, I can help you avoid a foreclosure by doing something called a short sale, but I can't do that while you're in bankruptcy. Plus, you have a mid-construction project. I don't do mid-construction projects. I walked into this house and I said, my, oh my, oh my, you have a lot of big problems. Big problem means what? Big opportunity. You know, it took one, two, three different strategies to solve this guy's problem. I solved the problem. I got the check. My competition was a bunch of one-trick ponies. Most of my competitors are a bunch of one-trick ponies. 30,000 books and tapes and YouTube videos teach people how to be one-trick ponies. One-trick ponies are annoying. They get in the way at times, but they don't last long. Guys, if you think you're going to find pretty houses at big discounts just waiting for you, hanging off of trees, okay, you're smoking crack, okay? This is what opportunity looks like. I want a house where half the house burned down. I want a house that has mold. I want a house that was flooded. I want a house where a meth lab exploded in the garage. I want a house where someone was murdered in the living room. Oh, yeah. You can make a killing on a murder house. I'm serious. I own one. You know how to make a killing on a murder house? No pun intended. How much does it cost to buy a murder house? 20 cents on the dollar. And you know what everybody says when they look at that house? That's a murder house. A year later, everybody going by that house, they point at that house, I mean, something bad happened to that house. A couple years later, they go by that house, they point at the house, somewhere around here, something bad happened. <laughs> Five years later, they look at that house, and what do they say? How much? <laughs> stigma. There's all kinds of stigmas in real estate. Stigmas go away. Somebody gets shot in a bar, it's a crime scene. 50 years later, it's a tourist attraction. So that's just one example. Everybody looks at it as a problem. No problems or opportunities. Big problems, big opportunities. You know, we solve the big problems nobody else will solve. And you've got to have a different mindset about it. We like this. 
I'll tell you another story. One of my students just bought one of those $150,000 Teslas. He paid cash for it. You know what he calls it? He calls it his air car. Air car. H-E-I-R, air car. Yeah, somebody died without a will. You know two out of three people don't have a will? But they did have 42 heirs. And everybody said, no way, man, no way. There's no way you're going to get 42 people to agree on something. Big problem. Okay, he rolled up his sleeves, and it took a little effort, but eventually got 42 people to agree that a little bit of something is a whole lot better than a whole lot of nothing. And now he's driving around a $150,000 air car. So problems are opportunities, and big problems are big opportunities. So we need to go find the problems. That's what we do with the marketing. And then we need to solve the problems. And that's what we do with the strategy. So let me teach you a couple strategies. First strategy I'm going to teach you tonight is wholesaling. Easiest one to teach, so I might as well teach you right now. How does this work? You simply find a property and get it under contract. How much money does it cost to get a property under contract? Nothing. Can you all afford that? Yes, you can. Now, after you get it under contract, you have what's called an equitable interest in the property. So here's what I want you to do. Instead of buying the property, I want you to sell the contract to another investor for a fee. How much is the fee? Five hundred to five thousand on a small deal, ten to twenty-five thousand on an average deal, twenty-five thousand dollars or more in a big deal. And this, my friends, is a no money and no risk strategy. I've discovered it's really hard to lose money when you're not actually spending or investing any money. Nine of the investing strategies are no money and no risk strategies. So let me give you an example. I like to teach with case studies. When you come to the workshop, I'm going to teach you all the theory, but with every theory, I'm going to give you an example. I like to tell stories of how people actually did it, because that makes it real. Right? So you're probably going to hear about 100 stories at the workshop. So here's an example. This is Kimberly. She came to the workshop. She had to pay. We were charging at the time. But at any rate, um, Here's her story. She came to the workshop, rolled up her sleeves, went out and did her first deal. And she told me about this deal after it went down. Her mom was visiting her from out of town. So she's in the car with her mom. And her mom's like, Kim, where are we going? Oh, well, mom, we're going to get a house under contract. What? Kim, what, what, are you crazy? What do you mean? You're, you just graduated from college. You don't have any money. You don't have any credit. You don't even have a job. What do you mean you're getting a house under contract? Don't worry, mom. I know what I'm doing. So Kim's mom watched Kim walk into this house and offer the seller $265,000 cash for his house, and he signed a contract. Now, obviously, he was a motivated seller. Obviously, they talked on the phone ahead of time. Kim then took that signed contract, and she posted it out to this network. I told you that before. Multiple times a day, thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last decade, the members of this community post their deals, questions, contracts, offers, referrals, back and forth over the network. So Kim posted this deal out to the network, and guess what? Several other members of this network wanted to buy that deal, that contract, from Kim. And Kim ended up selling her contract to another member of the RIA for $17,000. So now Kim is a believer. Well, actually, Kim was a believer, but now Kim's mom is a believer. So what would Kim have done with that contract had nobody wanted to buy the contract? What would she have done with the contract? But she didn't have to, did she? So then who bought the contract? Another member of the RIA bought the contract by the name of Tatiana. Let me tell you about Tatiana. I know Tatiana very well. Tatiana paid Kim $17,000 for the contract. It then became... Tatiana's contract. 
crossed out Kim's name, wrote in her name, or really her company's name. Tatiana then went and bought the property for 265000 cash. She had the cash. She kept it for six months as a month-to-month -month rental. Uh, after the tenants moved out, she did a renovation, small addition, and then she sold it after owning it for 12 months, and when she sold it, she made almost $100,000 of net profit that she only had to pay long-term capital gains taxes, no income taxes. Do you think Tatiana was pretty happy that Kim found that deal for her? What do you think? Yeah, you bet. So let's see what we got here. Let's do a little poll of the audience. By a show of hands, how many of you are cash buyers? Wave your hand around if you're a cash buyer. All right, let me ask a different question. Um, how much cash do you have to have to make a cash offer? You don't have to have any cash to make a cash offer. You don't have to have any cash to be a cash buyer. You just need to know people with cash. So let me ask you guys another question. Can any of you think of somebody that you could call if you got a smoking hot deal to buy a property for a big discount for cash? Does anybody know such a person, for example, who? Over here. You know, and in fairness, and in fairness, there's hundreds of guys just like me out on that network that would be pleased as punch Right, if you guys got out there and pitched some deals back to the group, that's why we want you, that's why we need you, that's why we'll even train you on how to be educated and contributing members of this community. But I can see I have my work cut out for me. So let me try this again. By a show of hands, how many of you are cash buyers? Oh, fantastic. Love talking to a room full of cash buyers. And by the way, the network instantly puts people with cash in connection with deals. Instantly puts people with deals in connection with people with cash. You know, they always say, oh, you know, build a buyer's list. I built your buyer's list. You're sitting in it, right? <laughs> There's plenty of buyers. Don't worry about it. You need to do something important. Go find a deal. Okay, so our next strategy is a bit more complicated and a bit more interesting. It is called buying a property subject to the mortgage. This is buying real estate with no money and with no credit. I am a nationally recognized expert at this strategy. I might possibly be the national expert, but I'm certainly a widely recognized expert who's literally taught tens of thousands of people how to do what I'm about to teach you. If you've ever heard of this, there's a pretty good chance whoever told you about it learned it from me or learned it from somebody who learned it from me. So how does this work? How does real estate work? When somebody buys a house, what do they do? They go to a title company and they sign a big stack of documents. Most of the documents are disclaimers and disclosures, but there's two documents that get signed at the closing that make the closing happen. The two documents that make the closing happen are the deed and the note. The deed and the note. Okay, notice these are two separate documents. Whosever name goes on the deed, that's who owns the house. Whosever name goes on the note, that's who's responsible for the mortgage. So there's a deed and there's a note. Normally it's the same guy. Guy buys a house, his name is on the deed, his name is on the note, he owns the house, he's responsible for the mortgage. That's normal. He moves into the house, it's his house. All the rights and privileges, responsibilities and benefits of home ownership, they all go to him. It's his house. At the end of the month he gets a statement from Bank of America, it says you owe us $1,000 for your mortgage. He writes the bank a check for $1,000. The bank gets a check, they cash the check. Bank's happy, he's happy, everybody's happy. That's how it works. And then the guy goes on to get married. 
And well, you know, Texas is a community property state. So after the guy gets married, the wife is added to the deed. Now there's two of them on the deed, his and hers, right? Him and her. But his name is still the only name on the note. Just because somebody's taken on or off the deed, that does not in any way, shape, or form affect the note. And then time goes on and things don't work out, and they get a divorce. And in their situation, the wife gets the house in the divorce. So now something kind of interesting has happened. Now her name is the only name left on the deed, but his name is still the only name on the note. So the question is, as long as he keeps sending a check every month to Bank of America, or she starts sending a check every month to Bank of America, or a tenant, or a property manager, a neighbor, investor, friend, or family member, or somebody sends Bank of America a check every month, the question is, does Bank of America care who wrote the check? No. There's some dude at Bank of America opening envelopes, oh, we got a check, came on time for the right amount, and it cleared. We're good. So if you're listening to my story so far, I just told you all a story about a woman, about a spouse, about a person that was able to acquire real estate with no money and with no credit. There it is. How to acquire real estate with no money and no credit. My work here is done. All right. All right. So here's the really good part. You can all do exactly the same thing and you don't have to get married to do it. Because here in Texas, here's the deal. Anybody. Anybody, anybody here, any of you, anybody can go up to any homeowner that has any loan, any mortgage from any lender on any house at any time, and you can make them a deal. And the deal you can make with anybody that has any loan from any lender on any house at any time is this. Here's the deal. I will make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward, or I will find somebody to make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward. What's the catch? The catch is you have to hand the deed which is ownership of the property to me. It is called buying a property subject to the existing mortgage. And you can do this with any homeowner that has any loan, any mortgage, from any lender, on any house, at any time. And the only person on the planet that has to agree to this transaction is the person whose name is on the deed, not the bank. The bank has absolutely no say in this transaction. Federally regulated. 1982 Garden St. Germain Act. Anybody can deed their house to anybody they want. Anybody can pay somebody else's mortgage if they want to. So if you're listening to me closely, here's what you just heard me say. You can buy any house in Texas from any homeowner in Texas that has any loan from any lender. And you can buy that person's house at any time. And you can even buy that person's house even with no money and even with no credit by simply offering to take over the payment on their mortgage or even offering to find somebody to take over the payment on the mortgage in exchange for them simply transferring the deed, handing the deed, which is ownership of the property to you. And once you learn how to buy real estate with no money and with no credit, then how many houses can you buy? All of them. Look, when somebody's in financial distress, they got a house, they got a mortgage. Is the house the problem or is the mortgage the problem? Owning a house is never a problem. Being responsible for a mortgage, that can be a big problem. If you solve the big problem by taking over the payments, finding somebody to take over the payments, in exchange for solving the big problem, you ask them to transfer the deed, which is ownership of the property, to you. And once somebody transfers their deed, transfers to you their deed, you now own it. You can do whatever you want. 
You can renovate it and retail sell it to somebody else. You can wrap it. You can assign it. You can keep it as rental property. You can keep it as your own homestead if you'd like. I've helped many of my friends buy their very own homestead with this little or no money, no credit needed strategy. How much money can you make? Well, there's a lot of ways to make a lot of money when you're buying houses with no money and no credit. Small flip, at least $10,000, typically a lot more, and this is another little or no money, little or no, strategy, uh, little or no risk uh, strategy. So let me show you an example. I want to show you an example. This will maybe make it a little more clear. This is one of the $30 million worth of houses that I own here in Texas. $30 million worth of houses. As I said before, if I wanted to buy $30 million worth of houses traditionally, I'd have to put 20% down every time I bought a house. I'd have to be a multi-multi-multi-millionaire just to become a millionaire. Well, I wasn't even a millionaire when I started investing in real estate, so how in the world was I able to accumulate $30 million worth of houses? Well, most of them were bought using this very strategy, including this one. So let me tell you about this one. A woman owned this house worth $150,000. She only owed $110,000 on her mortgage. So this house has $40,000 of equity. She had the house rented out, and she was collecting $1,600 a month rent, but her mortgage payment, including tax and insurance, is $1,100 a month. So this house is generating $500 a month of gross cash flow. It should have and could have, and it would have been a perfect rental property, except for one major problem. This woman had lost her job. She was continuing to collect the rent because she was living off of the rent, but she stopped paying the mortgage. Four days, four days before the first Tuesday of the month when the bank was going to foreclose on her, I knocked on her door. Can I help you? I am here to help you. But what can you do? There's no time. They're going to foreclose on me. How can you help? They're going to foreclose on me. There's no time. What can you do? How can you help? Here's what I could do. I can stop the foreclosure. I can reinstate your loan. I can catch up your mortgage payments. I can make your mortgage payments for you going forward. I can even repair all your credit. Well, that's amazing. What's the catch? You simply have to hand the deed, which is ownership of the property, to me. And she said deal. Why in the world did she say deal? Because in four days, she's losing the house. That was a done deal. But she wasn't just going to lose the house. Along with that, she was going to get a little bonus to go along with it. A bonus that she didn't want. A bonus that nobody wants. A bonus called a foreclosure. And this is what I told her about a foreclosure. You don't want a foreclosure. A foreclosure is the atomic bomb of credit hits. It's the big one. It's the beginning of a 10-year nightmare that starts with the sheriff and his deputies dragging you and your family and all of your possessions to the curb in front of your friends and neighbors. It's 10 years of dealing with the IRS, potentially garnishing your wages to collect that a 1099 that could be issued against you for up to the full value of the loan. It's 10 years of having the lender potentially file a deficiency judgment lawsuit against you for up to the full value of the home. It's 10 years of dealing with creditors calling you, hounding you day and night to collect on the judgment from the lawsuit. It's 10 years of not being able to buy another home, not being able to buy a car, not being able to get a credit card, not being able to open certain bank accounts or even rent certain apartments or even get certain jobs. In other words, it's a bullet to the head and nobody wants all that. And I stopped all of that from happening to her and she was thrilled. 
and the bank was thrilled because they didn't want the house back. They just wanted their money. So I gave them their money. And the tenants were thrilled because they didn't want to get kicked out of the house. They just wanted to keep renting the house. So I let them keep renting it for me. But mostly I was thrilled because for $4,500, which is what it cost me to reinstate that loan, I now own this beautiful $150,000 house, came with a loan, came with $40,000 of equity, all mine, came with tenants, paying me $1,600 a month rent. After I pay Bank of America $1,100, I put $500 back in my pocket. And if you think that's cool, my wife and I own $30 million worth of these houses here in Texas. Some of them took small amounts of money like this deal. Most of them honestly took more money than this. But that being said, some of them took absolutely no money at all. Hold the questions for a minute, if you don't mind. We'll wrap it up in a minute. How many of you would like me to walk you step by step by step through how to do this deal? Yeah? All right, we're all out of time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being obnoxious, aren't I? Well, we're almost out of time. We're, we're going to wrap this up, but, but I'm, I'll finish this. I will finish this. So I, I do love this deal. Uh, but I bet you don't know why I love this so much. Some of you are like, oh, you're making 500 a month. Yeah, that's not it. $500 is not going to affect my life or my lifestyle in the slightest bit. That's not it. What I love about this is by doing this over and over and over again, over the last 20 years, my wife and I were able to accumulate $30 million worth of houses. In fact, just within the last few years, that portfolio went up in value by more than 30%. In other words, just over the last few years, we became more than $10 million richer from having done this thing over and over again, this thing that took little or no money and no credit. That's what I love about this. This is the strategy that can allow anybody, regardless of money or credit, to become multi, multi, multi-millionaires. That's what I love about this. And when I realized the wealth potential of this strategy, I actually made one additional tweak to the strategy. So I'll tell you about one additional tweak. I no longer buy these houses in my name. In fact, I no longer buy these houses in my company's name. Now when I buy these houses, I prefer to buy them in my IRA. How many of you were aware that you could do this transaction with your IRA? Okay, well, for the rest of you, you know you can do this transaction with your IRA. One of the co-sponsors of Texas RIAs is Quest Trust IRA. Come to the workshop. We'll set it up so you can do it with your IRA. So then what happens when my IRA does this deal? Well, my IRA issues the $4,500 reinstatement fee to Bank of America. The deed title ownership of the property then transfers to my IRA. Every month, the property manager deposits $1,600 of rent into the IRA, Every month, the IRA automatically issues a check for $1,100 back to Bank of America and $500 rolls back into the IRA, but that's not the good part. So then what's the good part? Over the next 25 years, this property will double in value, and it'll double again. And even at very, very conservative appreciation rates, it'll almost double a third time. Something interesting happens to the loan on this property over the next 25 years. What happens to the loan? It's completely paid off by the tenants. Thank you very much, tenants. In other words, every time my IRA does this deal, my IRA ultimately ends up owning an asset worth about a million dollars that by then I own free and clear. And because my IRA is also a Roth IRA, when I sell this asset in retirement, 100% of the proceeds are, you got it, tax-free. Did you all just see what I did? 
I just turned a $4,500 IRA into $1 million tax-free doing one deal, one time. Helping a woman out of a horrible situation. Helping tenants stay in a property they wanted to stay in. Helping a bank not take a property back they didn't want back. All that just doing it once. The average retired person at the age of 65 has a net worth of $62,000. It's pathetic. If you just did this one deal, one time, be 25 times richer than the average retired person just doing it once. But I'll tell you something else I've observed. I've never seen somebody do this deal once. 95% of the people will never do this deal. And 100% of the people that do it once, then what do they do? And they do it again. And then what do they do? And then they do it again and again and again and again. 19 and a half years, they're standing in front of a room full of people They did it. Okay, so... <clears throat> One more time, how many of you would like me to walk you step-by-step-by-step by step by step through how to do this deal? Okay, I'm going to walk you step-by-step-by-step by step by step how to find the deal, how to get it under contract, the exact words to say to do that, which contract to use, which attorney and title company to close it at, and how to go through all the operational steps for doing this deal. So I'm going to walk you step-by-step-by-step by step by step through doing that. But it's going to take me about three days, so we're going to have to finish this at the workshop. And that's a pretty cool strategy, you got to admit. Well, guess what? That's just one of the 12 strategies that you hear me talking about. You're going to learn all 65 ways to find it. You're going to learn the closes. I just taught you your first close. That was literally called the atomic bomb close. Those were literally the words I said to that woman. She gave me the house. Think about that. She just gave me that. I didn't even give her money. She just gave me that house. She was happy because I, I kept her from getting a bullet to the head. She, she said, thank you, right? That's a close. We're going to teach you all the magic word, all the closes. Partnering, great way to get started. How to access funding to fund your deals. Thousands, and I mean thousands, and I mean thousands of successful investors got started at this workshop, the real deal, the Texas Real Estate Investing Workshop. So you get it with the starter kit. Let me tell you about the starter kit. So when you register for the workshop, obviously you get to register for the workshop. There's also a bunch of goodies that we're going to give you to get started. A little training program, a money, a Texas money resource guide. Um, and then there's a little business plan generator uh, built right into the registration page. So you fill out a little survey. Everybody's different. Full-time, part-time, active, passive. Some people looking for income. Some people looking for wealth. Uh, some people are just getting started. Some people already started. You fill in a little survey, push a button, it's going to spit out a business plan customized for you. And then you come to the workshop, and I will teach you how to implement that. And then the last step of the registration process, please go all the way to the end, is it invites you to join the private moderated Facebook group. That's where you can interact with me, post questions, get access to money, etc., and so forth. So come and see us live and in person or online. Let's do a quick poll of the audience. How many of you would like to come live and in person? Who wants to come live and in person? Okay, who wants to come online? Well, almost everybody live. Okay, great. I recommend live, uh, but we're also simulcasting as well. Um, how many people are interested in the commercial event? Let's do a quick poll of the commercial event. Oh, wow. Well, that's spectacular. Okay, we'll tell you what. For the commercial event, here's what we're going to do. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Um, if you register for the commercial event, here's what I'm going to do. Um, I will upgrade you at the uh, uh, residential event uh, to VIP. So we're going to have a group of VIPs at the residential event. 
Uh, we bring lunches in. You get a really cool poster. You get another bonus training program and a bunch of other goodies. So if you register for the commercial event, you get both events. You get the, both the commercial event and the residential event. Uh, you get to be a VIP at the residential event, and then you get a general admission ticket for the commercial event, and all of that for 198 bucks. So pretty smoking hot deal. Go to realestatemastersevent.com uh, to register for both. Now, uh, it, it says on the website 998, $998. You got to enter the code 800-800-OFF. If you enter 800-OFF, it drops the price from uh, from 998 to 198. So make sure you put in the discount code, uh, and then you get to come to both events. Strongly recommend that you do both, especially if you do residential first and commercial second. Uh, it's a really good order to do them in. Uh, I do both. Most people are going to want to do both. Uh, strongly recommend that. And uh, I'll even give you a really cool poster. Do we have any of the posters, Olivia? Well, let me show you this really cool poster. Uh, and while we're doing that, I'll put the I'll put the link up at the end again. But let me also I, I know we had some questions. I want to answer some questions too. Um, but I'll also do some other housekeeping. Um, <clears throat> people ask me all the time, can I get a copy of your presentation? Yes, you can. Just follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, Facebook. We have a YouTube channel with hundreds of videos on there, maybe thousands at this point. Uh, just look for Texas Rias and follow us online. The starter kit, I think I covered all that. The event itself, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's, it's going to be 24 hours spread out over three days. But I'm going to tell you, we go long Friday, long Saturday. We end early Sunday. So we're going to start 9 a.m. sharp. Please get there at 8.30. From 8.30 9, we'll do questions and answers, case studies. I start talking at 9. I'm going to continue to talk all day long until probably 7.30 at night. Depends on you. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and then we'll end early on Sunday. So it's going to be very intense. Bring a notepad. You're going to fill the entire notepad up with notes. Uh, be engaged. Ask questions. I'm not here to entertain you. I am here to change some people's lives. So come engaged, and even if you come online, turn on your camera, be engaged, ask questions, uh, etc. Speaking of questions, let me answer a few questions. How much experience do I need to do this? 75% of the people that come to the residential workshop have zero experience. 25% are experienced investors, but they want to learn some of the advanced strategies that only we teach. Uh, can I bring a significant other? Highly recommend you drag them by force if necessary. Because my experience is, if you don't bring them, here's what's going to happen. You're going to learn how to do this. You're going to go find a deal. And you're going to say, honey, we're buying a house. And how do you suppose that's going to go over? Like a big lead balloon. So bring them to the workshop. I promise I will make it fun and interesting for them. Even if they don't do it, they're going to want to be more supportive. How do I know this is the real deal? My best advice is ask me. Ask somebody that's done it already. If you would like to see thousands of reviews, I invite everybody that gets taught by me to give me a review. Handwritten review. You can't fake that. And we scan every single review and we post them on the internet for the whole world to see. Why would I post every single review on the internet for the entire world to look at? Go look at yourself. Because what you're going to see is about 99 out of 100 all say the same thing. Oh my God, this was literally a life-changing experience. And if you don't believe me, go look at a thousand plus reviews. How do I get my tickets? You get them with the starter kit. You can even put it in your calendar. Strongly recommend you do that. What if I want more help? The last step 
uh, of the starter kit is to uh, uh, go ahead and, 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 and join the local uh, Facebook group. So do, do go all the way through the starter kit. So with that, let me go ahead and put the link up one last time. And um, I am going to stop our broadcast at this point. So you guys online, click on the link below. And I'm going to wrap up our broadcast right Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.